With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And we're back for another podcast. 3-0, Lewis. 3-0. Got a question for you. Sure. Before the season, if I asked you the three teams that give us the most trouble, what would you have answered? Um, I would have said Buffalo for sure. They would have been right at the top. You know, New England, weren't, I wasn't overly concerned with them. The Baltimore game, yes, you know, because it's yeah. in Baltimore and, you know, you felt that, you know, they, it was a revenge game for them. But, you know, Buffalo would have been right at the top. I mean, the other teams, you know, Kansas City comes to mind because Mahomes just brings a whole different element of football to you. And, uh, you know, the third team, I mean, you know, you can lump a bunch of teams together on our schedule. Yeah, I thought you would have mentioned the three we just played. But, you know, I mean, you can go back and forth with that. But I think a lot of people might have mentioned the three teams we just played. Uh, New England and Miami, you know, usually doesn't go so well, but up in New England, uh, we've had some trouble. Yeah. I mean, you know, the New England game, well, it was home, Mike. Yes. Right. We had a home game and it's hot and the, the, the talent on that team, you know, I felt that we were the better team on paper going into that game. I mean, Buffalo, you know, this game, Obviously, they had some uh, some guys hurt on the defensive side, but you know that's not where they lost the game. I mean, you know their offense, <laughs> their offense was for the most part healthy, and uh, you know they weren't able to score. They, they scored 17 points, and this is a team that's been rolling up and down the field on on two really good football teams. The yep. Rams, they made them look silly. Um, Tennessee, Tennessee made them look silly. Uh, Dolphins. Nope, not so not so much. You know, they uh the you know, they just did a phenomenal job. I mean, you know, you look at the statistics, you know, Allen four hundred yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. I don't think we had a turnover yesterday. We didn't you know, you look at uh you know, their running game, their running game, they didn't do much. I mean, you know, that I think was a big factor in this game too, because they honestly could not do anything running the football. I mean, Moss had a 43-yard run. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and had 46 he, overall. He had 46 overall. Singletary had nine carries for 13 yards. Yeah. Um, you know. And Allen had some yardage. Allen had some yardage, Mike, but, you know, 
most of them. He had eight attempts for 47 yards, and I think he had like a 20 or 25 yard run. Um, you know, that would, that's, listen, he can hurt you really bad. And yep. I felt that one time on a blitz, we got burnt, you know, and he ran for about 20, 25 yards, as I happen. mentioned. <laughs> the other seven carries, including the one down by the goal line, which was the most important one when Baker stuffed him, yeah, uh, he didn't do an awful lot. So, you know, they had to rely on the passing game, which is what they normally do. I mean, think about this for a second, right? Yep. You know, we talked about the on the preview show a couple days ago last week on Wednesday where, you know, Allen, everything goes through him, right? He threw for 400 yards and he rushed for another. He led the team in rushing with 47 yards. I mean, 63 he, throws. He had he, 63 <laughs> throws and then eight rushing attempts, which almost led the team. Singletary had one yeah. more carry. Everything goes through him. Everything. And you know what? He wasn't getting up smiling yesterday. You know, we <laughs> talked about that on the podcast last week. I said, I want to see him getting up and not smiling and laughing like he's been through the first two games. Every time he got up, there was no damn smile on his face. They were, they were, they were hitting him. And the, the hit by Baker down by the goal line was just phenomenal. And I think it had an effect on his fourth down throw where he, you know, he kind of just threw it into the ground. Yeah. Um, you know, so all of that physicality that we brought to the field yesterday, they can take all their damn – I don't give a shit, Mike, if they had 3,000 yards in total offense. Points. That's all that matters. We've been in this situation. That's you know? the bottom line, Lewis, right? Points. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tua throw, threw for 350 yards, you know, 300 and something yards. And, and where were we, you know, on the scoreboard? We, we lost games because we weren't able to – do the things necessary when we were in the red zone. Well, you know, a lot of things went our way yesterday. There's no question about that. But a lot of it had to do with the effort on the defensive side of the football. You know, the other thing we talked about, you know, and you, you know, you guys were goofing on me when I said, you know, you got to have 14, 15 guys um, just playing. <laughs> I goofing on you. I just said they wouldn't let that many you on the field. They can only, yeah, there's only 11 <laughs> on the field, but. When you look at, you know, some of the guys that, you know, made plays like Kahoo, you know, on the yeah. field and Needham. Needham made some plays as he well. Did. You know, you looked at some of the guys in the second there. You can go as far as saying, you know, Bethel or Beth is whoever that special teams. Special that, uh, teams. Bethel. Down, yeah. Oh, my God. That was a big play. It sure was a big was. play in the game. You know, it was just a phenomenal special teams play where he tapped the ball out of the end zone. Um you couldn't ask for anything more. And that's, that effort was the difference in the football game. You know, they, they made plays all around the field. I mean, you know, Baker. I mean, what a game. This guy was all over the place yesterday. Um, you know, Holland. You know, the, the amount of interceptions that we had opportunities at on Josh Allen. Um, you know, they, they, though everybody was in position. You didn't see guys running down the field and them getting 20, 30-yard completions. Right, not I mean, a lot of coverage busts or anything like that. Not a lot I of mean, coverage yep. busts, exactly. I mean, I think Diggs had a big catch early in the game, and then the rest were all like, you know, just dink and dunk type of things. He had like a 28, 30-yard, I think it, 28 yards on his very first catch. And then for the rest of the day on 10 targets, 
he had a total of maybe 40 yards on 10 targets. Yeah, somebody was critiquing uh, Xavier Howard for his game yesterday, and I, I just thought that was ridiculous. Critiquing it in a bad way. Yeah, saying is what you're saying. It's getting burnt too much. That's ridiculous. You know, I you're mean, lining up on the team's best receiver week in and week out. You're going to give up some passes. The guy's <laughs> an all-pro player. You're going to give up some passes. Just don't let him beat you. Right. And uh, he didn't. So Listen, X-Man won that can, battle. Yeah, I don't know how you can critique him. To me, it's silly. Not at all. I mean, listen, he got burnt early, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Well. If it's going to be like this today, we're going to have a lot right. of problems, right? Like right. I said, it was a 28-yard completion on his very first catch of the day okay thereafter they had he had 10 targets 10 targets and he caught six of them okay for 44 yards i mean this guy's an all pro football player he did a great job on him no if ands or buts about it you know the secondary did well you know it's hard to say that when the quarterback threw for 400 yards but you have to remember he had 42 completions, you know. <laughs> so, right. yeah, you're going to get some yardage when, you, when you're throwing that many completions and, and 63 attempts. Three, you, 63 attempts is yeah. more, you know, it, it is, I would go with that more so than the completions, Mike, because yeah, he, both, he attempted both 63 together. passes yeah. and threw for 400 yards. Right, right. right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I mean, mean, it's not I an thought, awful lot. Yeah, I thought the defense played great yesterday. And they they played great when they had to play great. They did. They stepped up over and over and over again. Listen, Buffalo had opportunities to get closer field goals, right? They had opportunities to to kick field goals and instead they tried to get cute, you know, um you know, I think they were trying to catch X-Man and our safety asleep, you know, on that pass right before yep. the half. And you know, their thought process was, well, we're the Buffalo Bills and our offense is going to be down here over and over again. Well, that wasn't the case. I mean, they they harassed. Listen, Josh Allen got hit a lot yesterday. You know, the sacks are one thing, Mike, but the amount of times he got hit and the amount of times that he he got pressured and had to avoid pre- you know the pressure and roll around and run around. I mean, all of that comes into play, especially in the fourth quarter. I mean, you know, those guys were, you know, falling by the way <laughs> wayside it was great you saw one guy after and you saw digs on the sideline just laid out you saw you know their offensive lineman just sitting on the ground not able to move i mean you didn't see a lot of our guys doing that did you i mean you saw you know what's little kept going out because he hurt his hand but other than that you didn't see guys you know cramping up on the sideline and puking and who'd you say mckenzie and a couple of guys had to run into the tunnel right before the half because they needed to get iv uh, you know, treatments and whatnot. I mean, listen, you know, we, <laughs> we had the sun in our favor. That's, that's what it's like. I mean, just like when we go up to Buffalo and we have to deal with all that cold bullshit and them throwing snowballs at us and all that <laughs> shit in New England. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. You know, it's the game of football. You got to deal with this. It's, you know, it's simple as that. And, you know, the, 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 the Buffalo mafia or the Bill mafia, whatever they call themselves crying about, Oh, Bills mafia. the Bills Mafia, we ought to sit in the sun and mean, you know, it's unfair that they sit in the shade. Bullshit. Give me a break. You know, these guys are grown men. You know, you prepare. 
that's not an excuse for losing a football game. The fact well, they, is, they put a tent over the benches. They they have those ice uh, blowers at them, you know. So you know yeah. they, they they can make up for that. Yeah. Just like you know, when we're there, we use heaters and whatever else we can. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. You know, there's advantage. That's why they call it a home field advantage, assholes. You know, plain <laughs> and simple. You know. Get yep. smart, okay? Home field advantage. They call it that for a reason. You know, we have an advantage here. They obviously have an advantage there. It's not an excuse for losing a football game. They had their opportunities. Our defense made plays when they had to. All the way down to the last breakup, you know, by X-Man. I mean, he had digs open. You know, X-Man was in position. If you go back and you watch that play, you'll see that X-Man spins around and gets back into the play. He, I mean, it was just a great move. He does this complete spin move and then knocks the ball down. Yep. I mean, the guy's just an outstanding player. Anybody who's, you know, who said that he did, <laughs> he did not do a good job yesterday is crazy. The defense as a whole, I mean, the defensive tackles, I mean, just absolutely stuffing their running plays. I mean, they had to throw the ball 63 times because they they sure in the hell weren't going to run the football on us. It wasn't happening. I mean, you know, like I said, Moss had that 63-yard run. After that, I mean, these guys, Mike, you know what they averaged per carry if you take that away, the running backs? It, it, was, it was absolutely pathetic. Singletary had 13 yards on nine carries, right. and you take away that one carry by uh, that 143-yard carry by Moss, and he had three carries for three yards. Yep. These guys averaged about a third of a yard per carry <laughs> the rest of the game. A third of a yard. Yeah, I mean, that, that's... You know, they weren't having it. In the nothing. They just weren't nothing. having it. Nothing. You know, uh, Josh Allen... As far as pressures on uh, Allen, uh, there were 15. 15, yep. And uh, five of those were hits. He had a sack. He was hurried nine times. So that's, right. that's how that broke down. Mike, the pass rush was there yesterday. I mean, you know, they they were they were around them. We're talking about, listen, this guy right now is playing the best quarterback. He he's the best quarterback in football right now. I've watched a lot of football over these 3 weeks and there's nobody playing as well as he is. I mean, Mahomes you can throw in there and all of these great Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, you go go down the list. I mean, Lamar Jackson, all of these guys, they're not even playing at a level that's even close to what Josh Allen is playing. And that includes yesterday. If we were going against any other quarterback yesterday, we would have had eight friggin' sacks. Okay. And we probably would have had a few, you know, a few turnover um, interceptions as well. They did a great job on probably the best quarterback in football right now. I mean, can yep. you name a guy that's better, Mike? Right now, well, so, some might argue Mahomes, but I just think his physicality no. gives him an edge. Yep. And listen, it it a hundred and ten percent gives him an edge. And you know, Mahomes has done a really good job with what he has to work with. But there, he's not Josh Allen. Josh Allen's playing at an MVP level. He's the best quarterback in football right now, and we beat him. Our defense beat him, and that's without one of our better cornerbacks, okay? So, you know, think about this. We've got one more game without Jones, hopefully. You know, I don't know where he's at health-wise. but Right, and, and you know, you know, game shape-wise. Game shape-wise, we don't know what the situation is. Hopefully he's, you know, he's preparing Mike to play in week five. But 
once we get him back at full strength, this defense is going to be even that much better. So, you know, it, it's kind of scary if you think about it because you've got some depth now, which we were concerned about. Cahoo's come out of nowhere. You know, then you have Needham. So you have some nickel guys and dime guys that can actually play in the secondary and do a good job. Then yeah, you've they're, got they're Eric. They're not forced to rush Jones back either. You know, they can. Uh... Exactly. They can, they, you know, listen, they've got, <laughs> they've gotten by, they've gotten by with three against three really, really good football teams without them, right? Yep. So, you know, you throw in the fact that, you know, you've got Eric Rowe as a third safety. And, I mean, that's secondary. I don't know overall, once Jones comes back, if there's a better overall group in the secondary or playing at the level that they are right now. Their defense is really, really good. I mean, really good. Baker played at a Pro Bowl level yesterday. I mean, that guy was all over the field. I can't say enough about him. He played a phenomenal football game. Siler and Wilkins in the middle, outstanding. Agba was constantly creating pressure from the outside. I mean, there was just so many guys that made plays, you know, over and over again in this football game. I mean, on the defensive side, it was just a great, great thing to watch. Okay, coverage grades. Now, Keon Crossan was in on um, nine passes. He had an 84-3 grade. Okay. Nick Needham, 75-5. Holland, 73-4. Howard, 72-6. <laughs> this is against one of the best passing teams in yeah. football. Those Van are pretty Ginkle, good grades. Van Ginkle, 65-9. And those, those were your top everybody else. Uh, Phillips didn't have much luck in coverage. Um Landon Robertson didn't, but we know these guys. We know that. Today. They're not right. coverage guys. How did Baker grade out? Brandon Jones, 41-6. And Baker was 59-8, which is, you know, real close average. to average. Yeah. Right. Tough task. Covering sure. Singletary out of the backfield, sure. Mike. Yeah. That was a situation where, you know, he was burning us. You know, he had... He had nine he had, catches he had eight, on 11 eight targets. targets and six uh, receptions on Baker. Uh, Singletary did. Yeah, that's where most of it came from. I mean, yep. that's a tough task. I mean, he's listen, he, he's, a, he's a quality running back. I mean, he's not over the top grade. He's not Marshall Folk, but he's very, very good at what he does. And, I mean, nine catches for 78 yards out of the backfield on 11 targets. I mean, it's a tough task for Baker. But you know what? It didn't kill him. You know, let them dink and dunk. As long as they're not putting those... Mike, think about this, right? Look at the contrast from last, from two weeks ago to, yes, to yesterday, right? I mean, it, Baltimore just had easy touchdowns in that football game. If Buffalo does that yesterday, we don't win this football game. That's we right. just don't. It's that simple. You know, if they get those easy scores and they're not on the field and bust and hump, on these long drives, then we don't win this football game yesterday. They had to work for every damn yard that they got yesterday. They had to work. Uh, uh, Allen was busting his ass. And, you know, I listen, I can't say enough about that kid. I mean, it was a great effort on his part. I mean, he almost single-handedly won that football game for them yesterday, but that's what he does every week for the most part. <laughs> well, you know? they, that's what they're asking him to do. On the <laughs> offensive side, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, honestly, know. it is a bit much. He needs to, 
they need to game plan a little better and uh, get other people involved. You can't have your quarterback drop him back to throw 63 times and expect to win a lot of games. Right. Well, Mike, they couldn't, they couldn't run the football. It was like, it was like beating, it it was beating a dead horse and they knew it. All right. We got a break for a moment and uh, we'll be back right after these messages. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, and uh, it's been great. One reason it's been great to listen to? Because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. Uh, With optimized gel tips so they're perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge, trust me. Raycons give you 8 hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. They're priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder uh, Raycon's Everyday Earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Think about that. 50,000. That's a lot of five-star reviews, people. They got options with them. You've got three customizable sound profiles. You've got uh, earbud tap functions. You've got noise isolation. And you've also got awareness mode. So if, if you need to hear, you'll be able to. Uh, so... You know, these are pretty cool earbuds. Uh, they're comfortable. They, they've got those options that I told you about, and uh, you can't go wrong with them. So go to buyraycon.com today and use code TPPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TPPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code TPPN15. I mean, they were getting negative yards. I mean, I just, I just gave you the number. You know, yeah, on no, the majority of their carries, yeah. they averaged a third, a third of a yard. They weren't even getting two, three, four yards on their carries. They were getting nothing. I mean, literally nothing every time they ran the football. So it put them in those positions. And, you know, they had a lot of – how many third down uh, – what was their third down conversion? Okay, yeah. Uh, they were 11 of 18, and we were 3 of 8. Right, 3 of 8. When you look at when you look at this game as a whole, you know you're going to look at the numbers and you're going to be like, my goodness! I mean, this is crazy. I mean, they had 500 yards offense, we had 200 yards total offense. But the great thing about this, and you know, Jason Garrett said it, you know, before the night game last night, he said, you know, the great, and we talked about this a little bit too about how they've won these football games, and they're all different ways, and that's what the good teams do. They find a way to win in different ways. You know, two weeks ago, it was the offense just, you know, going crazy in the fourth quarter. 
And, um, you know, Tua throwing six touchdowns. Yesterday, not such a great game by Tua in the offense, but they won the football game, and that's all that matters. It's a W. They're 3-0. and Don't care how we got there as long as we get there. I mean, people look at statistics, and I talk about this all the time. They don't mean anything. W's, you know, when the, when the, okay, look at Tua's numbers yesterday, okay? Look at his numbers yesterday. Let's talk about him. He was 13 of 18, right? I mean, not a great day, 186 yards, one touchdown, okay? Not a great day. But when we needed him on that one drive to make plays, he hit he two big passes yep. down the field. Third and 10, third and 10, they throw the ball. How many yards down the field? The waddle, 45 yards right down the middle of the field. I mean, that's a big play. That's what he needed to do at that time, and he did it. And that's it. That's all that matters. Don't care about his numbers at the end of the day or how efficient he is and you know his, his uh, completion percentage. He hit a pass at a big time in the football game, an important time in the football game. He hit a big pass. And it resulted in us scoring points. The, the, the touchdown pass to Craycraft is only touchdown of the game. Frozen another, gr- another great throw. That's yep. it. Frozen All that matters. Rope. He completed 13 passes yesterday, and we beat the Buffalo Bills. All you statistics people out there, tell me, tell me if you would have said he's throwing, he's throwing for 13 completions, and Tyreek Hill. It has two receptions for 33 yards in the football game, and we're winning it. There's nobody. The next question would be, how many yards do we rush for, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and we can go to that, okay? Yep. Let's go to that right now. Edmonds, 21 yards rushing on six attempts. Mozart, 11 yards rushing on eight attempts. And guess what, guys? Nine. Guess what? We won the football game. Yep. With those numbers, we won the football game. End the story. That's it. Statistics don't mean a damn thing other than, you know, it's, it's something to talk about. W's. W's. That's all that matters. W's. They Bill's make plays when they need possession, to. 40-40. The Dolphins, 19-20. You, <laughs> you go down the stats and, you know, they had double what we had almost everywhere. It's insane. Except for it? turnovers. They had, a, they had a turnover. We didn't. Right. Did they have a turnover? Yeah. Fumble. I don't remember it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. On the hit. Of course. The, mm-hmm. Yep. The hit. Yep. The hit. Yep. Red zone. Yep. We were three of three. They were two of four. Mm-hmm. There you go again. Goal right? to go. They were two of four. We were two of two. There you go again. Those are the numbers that count. Those are the statistics that count. Those are the statistics that count. I do generally say time of possession is important. Of course it uh, is. You know, yesterday, uh, it wasn't so bad with them having the ball because they weren't able to do a lot with it as far as points. Mm -hmm. And uh, the heat was uh, taking out, you know, their, their stamina. How many possessions did they have yesterday, Mike? Do you have that number in front of you or no? I mean, total. No, I don't. Ha- I don't have that. Okay, well that's fine. Ones. I mean, because some of their drives were, you know, but they had quite a few. <laughs> they had quite a few, and they were extensive. I mean, I know we had some three and outs, which you know, uh, you know, hurt us because we were giving the ball right back to them. But you know, the point of the matter is that they had an awful, awful lot of 
opportunities to score points. And you know what, Mike? They scored on three of those. And two of them went for touchdowns and one resulted in a field goal. And this is, you know, like I said, they're one of the best offenses in football. This team's predicted to go to the Super Bowl and win it by a lot of people. Yeah. You know, a lot of commentators. I mean, Daniel. And I don't think that's going to change because of yesterday. What, well, I mean, I don't know if it's going to change, Mike, because they're going to look at these numbers and say, you know what, they just were unfortunate in certain ways. And, right. you know, they had opportunities and probably could have won this football game. But you know what? I, it would have been a travesty for us to lose this game. But you know what? We showed them that, hey, you know, we're you're not going to walk all over us. It, it's that simple. I mean, yeah, we could have lost this game. But honestly, would we have lost it by a by you know by three touchdowns absolutely not yeah that was, was a stat that was something like they they lost their last uh seven one score games who's that buffalo yeah yeah yep they're in every game there's no doubt about it it took a phenomenal effort by the defense and you know to to their credit they went out and did it i mean we knew they were gonna have to just play to to a, to an extremely high level and I felt that they, they stepped up and they did what they had to do in key situations over and over again. And, um, you know, that's all you can really say about the game. I mean, you know, it's, you know, you look at it and you look at everybody that can, I mean, Mike, even Duke Riley and guys like that, Ingram, yeah. I mean, you can go down the list. I mean, Duke Riley had some plays in this game when they were called upon every single guy, Phillips, you know, at the defensive end position, my God, he, he almost had a game-changing play when he tipped that ball up in the air. If the ball would have fell, you know, a little, you know, a couple of yards closer to him, right. he, he's probably he got an it. interception. Yep. Exactly. I mean, they, they, I mean, these are plays that, and this is what people have to look at. These are plays that are normally completions and, and going for yardage on the Buffalo side of the football. I mean, it's not a coincidence that this happened over and over again yesterday. It was guys playing at a very high level that created these situations. They're like, oh, you know, well, you know. Wil- Wilkins, after the game, talked about Ingram, and he said that he's a warrior. He is a dog. And, uh, yeah, you know, you saw at the end of the at the end of the uh, game there when uh, McKenzie mm-hmm. couldn't get out of bounds, it was Ingram that made that play. Right. He cut him. He made him cut yep. back into the back inside. Right. I mean, it was, it was plays over and over again. I mean, Josh Allen, Mike, I've seen him over the last so many years that he's been in the league, walk into the end zone, walk in there. You know, he, he just, and even if a guy's there to hit him, he just runs right over him and gets into the end zone. Wasn't yeah, he's, happening. He's yesterday. not afraid of contact. <laughs> he's not at all. Baker did a phenomenal job down there. I mean, you know, that, that's a game changer. You know, that puts him in a fourth down situation. Um, you know, how many shots did they have inside the five-yard line late in the game and couldn't do it? They couldn't get in. They could not do it. They could not do it. And that was, that was what was happening time and time again yesterday. Well, when our you, goal line defense is no joke. No, our defense as a whole is really no joke. I mean, you know, some of these guys that came out of nowhere like Kahoo just add wood to the fire for us. They really do. I mean, you know, Duke Riley, I mean, you didn't expect him to be a contributor. I like Duke Riley. I've he's told a, you that before. He's a good football player. He's a good football player. He's yep. A good kid to have on your bench. Yeah. I think he's a Thor fan, Mike. So? <laughs> yeah. No, I think he's a Thor fan. His hair, he looks like Thor out uh-huh, there, right? Yeah. 
I don't yeah. know what he looks like underneath the helmet, but it, you know he's got those you know those those <laughs> that blonde hair just all over the field. It's hysterical. You better hope he doesn't ever get pulled down by that on an interception. You know. Uh huh. So anyway, they um you know again it, it it was it was a fantastic effort by the defense, and I mean God, what a joy it was to watch that game yesterday. I mean, that's it, what I the, said. How yes. it all unfolded. Just such a such a fun game to watch if you're a Dolphin fan. It really was, and you know, Tua, you know, getting back to him, um, you know, he got rattled a little bit, and to his credit, he came out in the second half, and you know, it may have had a little bit of an effect on him as well, which is something that. I don't know if anybody's talked about it, but the offense just was not very good. I mean, the offensive line, we kept losing guys in and out of the lineup, and they were interchanging guys. Buffalo's defense had something to do with that. Von Miller and Rousseau on the other end, those guys are legit. Yep. I'll tell you what, Mike. You know, speaking of Von Miller, non-existent yesterday. I mean, where was he? Didn't see him. Didn't see him. You know, when you saw him, you saw him very late in the game when he was coming in to uh, force Tua into an incompletion on third down in the end zone there. Yeah. Yep. 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 I mean, but, I mean, he he didn't have a game the where it hurt no. us. No, he didn't. He was handled. He was handled. And, you know, they, they listen, they, they made some plays. There's no question about it. They're a great team. You know, they, they, like I said, they're a team that's predicted to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, Milano, all of these guys, they have some Rousseau. They have some. I mean, he had, I think, two sacks yesterday. Rousseau. Yeah, Milano had an interception go through his hands, too. Yep, he did as well. But, um, you know, our defense, we had four, five or six balls yep. go, you know, yep. potential interceptions that, that, that you know. And, and I mean, when you, when you play Josh Allen and you make all those plays, over the course of the game, it's you know it's a big thing. They had two sacks yesterday total. Buffalo, you know their defensive line. So, I mean, you know, with all that being said, you know, in the end, we're three and zero. They're two and one. They're chasing us now. So let's keep winning football games, right? And you know, when we go up to Buffalo, hopefully, we still have that one game lead on them. You know, as as the season progresses, and um, and we'll go from there. Maybe teams, you know, will start defending Buffalo to the extent that we do. I mean, they don't have the personnel to do it, but maybe their philosophies will change a little bit. Uh, you know, if you blitz this guy, Mike, you know, he's going to burn you. And boy, did he burn us on a, on a, in a few situations yesterday. But he you also know, we, threw some passes that could have been picked. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, absolutely. It's, so it's you, a trade-off. You, you know, it's yeah. a trade-off. <laughs> it's a trade-off, but I mean... I think they did a really good job in the second half of, you know, dropping back in the coverage, you know, faking the blitzes yes. and him really having to, you know, look around and see what the situation was. You know, early on, it was very frustrating, you know, because we were sending these all out blitzes and he was just, I mean, they were just too easy that, that, you know, the touchdown pass to McKenzie, you know, I mean, I, I felt it wasn't the right defensive call at that time because you're only defending about 15 yards of field. It's a bad call and if you don't get there. It's a bad call if you don't get there. But Mike, I mean, all you have to do is, you know, just, I mean, they were at the eight yard line. All you have yep. to do is just throw it underneath and, you know, on a crossing or whatever it was. And, you know, I felt that if they dropped back in the coverage, which they did a lot later in the game, you know, in those situations, it was a better scenario. Um, you know, I didn't like that call. Um, other than that, you know, I felt that, 
you know, the defensive play calling was really, really good, especially in the second half. A lot of faking of blitzing and dropping in the coverages and making him think about things and, uh, you know, That's dinking it. They and like, They like messing with the quarterback's head. They, it was a good thing to see. The, um, you know, the, uh, the only negative, the only other negative that I can see coming from this game was, you know, that, that series at the end of the game down by the, you know, down in our own end at the one yard line, I felt that the play calling just to me, you know, didn't make an awful lot of sense. I mean, the, the third down pass I felt was a horrible play call. It really wasn't. Let me, let me read you something. Go ahead. Because I know you're going to bring this up. Sure. This is what Mike McDaniel said about it. Okay. And goes, and I'm going to skip some of this, but he said, me as the offensive play caller, I immediately knew we were on or minus two, in other words, at the two-yard line. Mm-hmm. We felt pretty good about a run play uh, the first down and got minus yardage. So you're mm-hmm. trying to make sure that you don't get a safety. Mm-hmm. And when you uh, quarterback sneak it, I think we might have lost a quarter of a yard too. They did. At that point, I didn't want to have to pass the ball, but I thought that was the only way we could protect the team with the way the line of scrimmage was playing out right then. Mm -hmm. And if you get an incomplete, it's not a safety, but it's almost the worst case scenario. You would rather just take a zero yardage kneel and run time off. So that was not an exciting moment, (laughs) definitely. Mm -hmm. And then we got a redirect off a punt where we're backed up, something that was kind of caused on our own end. And it was because Sherfield kind of took a few steps back as he was protecting the punter, and there was no room to do that. Yeah, that's Daniel's boy. Yep. Right? And he says, yes, it's it's (laughs) not exciting, but I was very encouraged. I knew they had to go the length of the field, and I knew our defense was ready, Mm -hmm. that they've been working for this a long time, and they enjoyed those opportunities. So. I it's thought they were going to bail us out, and they sure did. So that was a pr- that was pretty exciting. Well, this is this is the way I look at it, Mike. You mm-hmm. know, the, and and th- this is where I'm coming from. And you know, I, obviously, he's a head coach in the NFL, right? The first down run, it was kind of a misdirection. I didn't like the. I didn't. I don't mind. I wanted them to run the ball. Slow developing. Times. Slow developing. It was kind of, it was almost like a misdirection. I felt that you put in gold on the field and you just run him into the middle. And if he gets a yard or two, then you have a little bit of breathing room and then you run the ball two more times thereafter. So even on the first run, you know, I felt that you needed a quick hitter, right? Even if you get a yard there, you're okay, right? Because now you've got a little bit of room to breathe down there. And then two, it can just go into the line of scrimmage on the next two plays. And you're, you're having them waste their two timeouts and then 30 seconds or 35 seconds off the clock. Instead, you know, what they do is, you know, they, they run sort of a misdirection, very slow moving. And, and I'll tell you what, I mean, none of that were Mozart just would, he didn't run the ball. Well, you know, they, they weren't blocking well on running plays to begin with. Okay. No, so they weren't. My, felt, my, my feeling was you just do the quick hitter to end gold into the line of scrimmage to where the defense doesn't have an awful lot of time to react. And by the time they do, he's already got a yard or two, right? The second down run, the Tua, you know, Mike, I knew when he went up to the line of scrimmage, he was going to sneak it because he kind of telegraphs it. He doesn't uh-huh. do a good job of hiding it. When he gets up there, I'm like, oh, he's just sneaking it. And I was yep. okay with it. But again... Yep. No yardage, no push, no nothing. No, they lost a quarter yard. The third down pass, 
I don't know if he lined up on an under center or not. I'm not quite sure. But I, if I you're, think he, I think he was in shotgun, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Well, if he was, I mean, that defender, I thought that he. Von Miller blew in. I thought he came out under center, wrote, you know, did a spin move, and Von Miller was right in his face before he could even set up. Now, you talk about a sack. My goodness, if they sent a, you know, if they sent another guy, I mean, there's a possibility that that he's getting sacked, you know, six yards deep in the end zone because he barely got that ball off anyway, Mike. Yep. I didn't. I just felt that another run, you know, even with Tua just getting the ball and going into the line of scrimmage was a smarter play, and then you're taking time off the clock. Then you go to fourth down. And me and you were on the phone and we were talking about, you know, talking about, you said it, that don't you have to take a safety here? And I was like, I would think so. I mean, because if you punt the ball and it's not, even if it's a good punt, you're getting it, what, six? You're taking a chance of getting the punt blocked and then recovering it for a touchdown. And not only that, but even if he gets the punt off 10 yards deep in the end zone, there's a good chance they're getting really good field position with a minute right. 30 left in the game. Right. I right. mean, so they're going to be right back in position. Yeah, the, to me, the safety to the was the smart again. play, but not course, the way it went down. Not the way it went down because they attempted it. And my yep. God, if that ball bounces the wrong way, then like you said, it's a touchdown and we lose the football game on that. The thing to do was for him to get the ball and then just – do you know just run out of bounds? Burn as step. much time as he can, and then go out. Yeah, of bounds. it wouldn't have been a lot of time, Mike, because you know they were coming full. Yeah, drive. sure. I mean, he sure, may but have, that, but that's the intent. It probably wouldn't have been worth even taking that chance on him getting hit and fumbling or whatever for the two three seconds. You know, at that point, it didn't make a difference because I felt that on third down is where they blew it because if you run the football. Buffalo's out of timeouts at that point, and you're mm-hmm. taking 30 seconds off the clock. Then you take the safety, yep. and you punt the ball like you did, and they, they are starting a drive with less than a minute in the game, and exactly. they have to basically go a ton of yardage. And in the end, Mike, it was getting a little shaky there. Now It was a little dicey. It was a little dicey simply because they had those extra 30 seconds to work with. If they didn't, then the game would have been over with them at their own 40-yard line at that point. You know, well, you know what they say, Lewis, hindsight's twenty twenty. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I just didn't like the whole series as a whole. I thought it was just it was just absolutely horrible. I mean, when, when I listened to his speech, he, he did not like the idea of taking a safety, and I think that he is incorrect. <laughs> I think so, too. I mean, I, well, Mike, he has to, you know, I mean, if he – you know, if he does something, then obviously he can't go back and say, well, you know, yeah. he has to say what he's saying. You know, yeah. it's that simple because those that was the decision that he made. Did I think it was the, the, the wrong decision? 110%, you know, but, um, you know, hey, you know, we wound up winning the football Three and game. 3-0, baby. 3-0, and that's it. That's all that matters when it's all said and done. I mean, you know, the phenomenal effort. We've got a short week this week. You know, we'll talk about that during the preview show, but uh, I'll tell you what, I mean, God, it, it, it's it, it's a lot of fun. Th- these games, these first three games have been a joy. They really have. I mean, you know, if you're a Dolphin fan right now, you got to be excited about this football team. They're winning football games in a lot of different ways, and, you know, 
you get three wins under your belt early on in the season. Wow. I mean, what a plus going forward. You know, you got to just keep winning games. This Thursday night game, got to come right back out. I'll you tell know, you the, what. The coach said something a few weeks ago that I think is really important. He says, uh-huh. look, if, if we're doing our jobs as, as coaches and players, we are going to get better each week. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And we'll be a better team in December than we are in September. Mm-hmm. I Oh, I agree with that 110%. I don't yep. think we've seen the best of this team yet by no I means. I don't either. I think the offense is going to get better. You know, I think Tua will get better as the season progresses. I mean, he had a great game last week. I think that he's going to continue to make plays. Mike, they have the horses. I think you know? what Tua has proven over the last two weeks is he has enough arm to play in this league. He does. Absolutely. Well, he, here's the thing, Mike. You know, he he's still he, like – Yesterday, he made some throws that, you know, you just look at and you're like, what are you doing? And, you know, sometimes in the pocket, I know me and you talked about this a little yesterday. All he had to do was move one step to the yes. to the right. And, yes. and he had- Which he did really well the week before. Yeah. And yesterday, you know, he just, you know, he, he's got to get a little more patient and not quit on a play so easy. I mean, you saw Josh Allen, he does it he just does an incredible job. Of just He never quits on a play. He just doesn't. And I think Tua sometimes quits on a play way too early, a little bit of pressure. No, you know, step to the right and you've got the field, you know, you got the, the whole field in front of you to either make or throw or run the ball. The, but, you know, in regard to him making the throws down the field, these guys are going to be opened. They have to actually throw the ball down the field or attempt throws down the field. I mean, we saw it against Baltimore. Sometimes he's going to come up short, but you got to trust in your receivers to make the plays and they, and they have, you know, and they're there when there isn't anybody who throws a long pass that hasn't come up short. (laughs) Absolutely. It happens. It absolutely happens. The throws that he tends to struggle on more so are the ones where he's moved off his mark. You know, when he's able to just sit there and just air it, Mm-hmm. He can throw it. You know, he's got that wind up <laughs> where he comes from way down south and, you know, just airs it. I and mean, he, that pass to Kirk Craft in the end zone, he almost knocked him over. <laughs> it was great. It was great. And how about Craig Craft? Two touchdowns in two weeks. Yep. Whoa. Whoa. The That's my is, boy. They can't, they can't take him back to the roster unless they sign him to it. Yeah. Well, so the question is will we see him again? Oh, we're going to see him again. I think he's a good player. He's going to be valuable down the stretch. That's my boy, Daniel. Yeah, he's got two yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, he actually has production. Yep. <laughs> two touchdowns, Daniel. Sherfield, zero touchdowns. Your boy, zero touchdowns. And a punt off the back of his ass. My boy, two touchdowns. Okay? I'm up 2-0 right now. Uh-huh. Here we go. All right. That's going to do it, Lewis. Yeah, short week. We'll be back, I guess, late in the week, right? Um, yeah, th- thanks for uh, spending some time doing this this afternoon. And uh, yep. thanks My for pleasure. listening, everybody. We will be back later in the week for uh, the preview of the Bengals. And uh, until then, fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin podcast network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right. Until next time, be well and take care.
Podcast Network.